2: Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
3: Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle. And you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey, everyone. Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show Called Stephen Larson's Going in Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bye. Hey, friendos. Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going in Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. A couple programming notes. Uh, this weekend on Sunday in the afternoon, like 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, we're doing our church of Friendo's office party. Woo! I'm gonna have Santa Claus hat, maybe like an ugly sweater of some sort, and then uh, some some Christmas treats for myself. Uh, a snack tray, right, yeah, a little snack tray right here.
4: I'll see if my mm-hmm. uh, my velvet my red velvet blazer. Oh yeah, is handy. Very nice. I don't think I have any ugly ugly Christmas sweaters, but I'll look. I'll double
3: check. And I don't even know what we're going to do. Shenanigans? Uh, some sort of uh, uh, games of some sort? Is there I like don't a, know. Maybe, is there like maybe a we'll finally theme. just do the Jackbox stuff. Maybe. Is there like a Christmas-themed
4: Smash Zone-type deal we can do? Like, we oh, just watch maybe. stuff, but it's all Christmas-themed.
3: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. We'll, we'll put our heads together. Or there. holiday-themed. Uh, we'll figure it out. I mean, look, as a church of friend, it's going to be a lot of fun. And yes. We're going to be betting a lot of channel points, which Absolutely. is kind of the most important thing. So I've also I've reached out to the lovely uh, friendos. Uh, 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 Sully said he he's a maybe, but I think he's he's going to like an indie show that mm, day, mm. and then uh, Luke says he has dad stuff that day. So we all know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but they they send their best. So that's going on, and of course, uh, right now we are uh, we have our friendo awards voting is open. So please click the link in the description. Uh, and and vote on the best yes. of 2021. Although, after watching tonight's Dynamite,
4: I feel like maybe we should have, maybe we didn't know this at the time, probably should have waited until uh, tonight to put up said ballot, because there's definitely a match of the year contender that happened tonight on Dynamite.
3: Lessons to be learned for next year. <laughs> you
4: know, who's to say that uh, they couldn't have had like an awesome match on Raw on Monday too. You
3: know, it's like these things just happen. Look, look this—it was a really. I, there were just you know, little spoiler here for you. There were plenty of. I didn't get a read on what the was there an over is there an overwhelming match of the year candidates right now? It I can't make like it, yeah. details of it. It
4: looked like it looked like Omega and and, and Danielson was probably. Oh, okay in the lead but yes it, it is hard to make heads or tails of it but i mean that that comes up a lot and then it has a good number of votes so that's kind of what i
3: it's in if if that's true it's entirely possible tonight's tonight's might have ended up splitting that vote given that there were two fantastic matches but yeah we didn't know that this is going to be the way it was obviously we knew this was happening but you know whatever um we'll do this how about this we'll do this the Frendo awards uh each year are from like the 13th through the twelfth of right. December the next All right. year. All right, sure. <laughs> then, it's our awards—we we'll do what we want? We can do what we want. It's so, our awards. So for match of the year, the top
4: four uh, vote getters are different ways of of, of saying Brian Danielson
3: and Kenny Omega. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Um, given the, I'll, I'll, I will say this though, we can launch into it. Given the response that that match got tonight, I'm not sure that it would have been in like the top vote getters because it did seem to be a bit even like anecdotally not just in our own chat but I did see it there on Twitter as well. I don't know and I'm not speaking for myself. I'm saying what I saw seems to be a bit divisive this particular yeah. the outcome of this match. Uh, there it looked like there were a lot of people who were like did we need to go to the time limit draw well again? How does this benefit Hangman? What are your initial thoughts regarding that that sentiment? Uh, from a storytelling perspective I kind of
4: elements of it that I like. I mean, the match was fantastic. It was brutal. They beat the hell out of it each was other. A, you
3: cannot tell me that the meat of that match was not yeah. beautiful. It yeah. was.
4: Yeah. And if part of the story is Hank Mann's learning how to be champion, well, then part of that is learning how to put people away. Which he finally got around to 59 minutes and 58 seconds into the bout. You know, when he hit a, a buckshot layer on uh, Brian Danielson. I like the parallels uh, between Uh, himself and Kenny, and they both had time limit draws against Brian Danielson. It protects everybody involved. I'd much rather have a a, 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 a really well wrestled time limit draw. I find that to be a more satisfying, and interesting conclusion to about than some weird DQ thing, you know? Because then both people look really good in that situation. A DQ situation, oh, yeah. you're like, oh, this is just frustrating. You know, you have a really yeah, good match that goes I'll 20 that. minutes, and you have a, 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 a crap DQ finish, and it's just utterly deflating. You know? Whereas this goes with Tyler mid you're like, oh, okay, this leaves the door open for more of
3: this, and this was really good. I'll take more of this. Yeah. I'm sort of, we, we have to actively monitor, because it, we were we were told, during, and I have no idea if it has anything to do with another match between these two, but Tony Khan was supposed to announce some sort of, yeah. ginormous. The word used was ginormous. Yeah, right before the main event, or right as the main event was about to start. Um,
4: yeah, the commentary said that he was going to make some sort of announcement about a ginormous match
3: coming up shortly. But it felt like uh, the main event
4: they had to rush to get to the finish because it felt like it was running a little bit long. And of course, yeah, they had the post match yeah. angle they had to do and all that. So maybe, yeah, it maybe 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 TK will
3: announce it on Twitter instead. So here's um, here's here's where I'm coming from on that beautiful match. If this was any other promotion, mainly WWE, I would probably have a problem with them going to the well again of a time limit draw with Daniel with Brian Danielson. The thing about AEW is that they do the, these things very specifically. They they plot out what stories they're telling in a very specific way. So I don't think for a second this is Tony Khan saying, "Hey, We want to protect both guys. We want to protect specifically uh, uh, Danielson. Let's have him be like a time limit draw, guys, against these champions to protect everybody. I honestly don't think that's what this is. I think this is, you'll be able to reference this as a very specific story beat with whatever they're eventually going to tell. And I personally think whatever story they're telling is meant to make Hangman look even better. Mm -hmm. I admit tonight it doesn't make him look as dominant as I'd like him to be, although I understand there's a story to be told about a guy learning to be champion and learning to put the, the match away. It's his first title defense and he doesn't win it, doesn't lose it. And it, you could argue that he was mere seconds away mm-hmm, from winning mm-hmm. it. Uh, that being said, I am so much more apt to give a W the benefit of doubt than any other company these days, save maybe GCW. Um, for telling a story like this. And I think in the end, I, this is one I'm absolutely willing to say, let it play out. We had a beautiful match tonight. They're known for telling good stories over a long period of time. I'm totally cool with it. Mm-hmm. I'm totally mm-hmm. cool with it. Did mm-hmm. it give us that, oh, so satisfying ending that a, a winning, a winner would bring us? Maybe not. But EW's really good at getting these story beats right and and getting a more satisfying finish in the end, and I think that's where we're headed. Yeah. That brings up the question, though, what do you think is next? I mean, early indications
4: were that Kenny would be out till February. Uh, uh, Revolution's early March. You know, uh, Daniels could say, well, when Kenny, you were a champion. I took you the limit. Paige, I took you the limit. Kenny could say, well, I, I was champion, rematch me. And Paige, probably being a, a fighting champion, will probably say, bring it on. Yeah. Um I would anticipate some sort of triple threat thing. They don't do triple threats very often in AEW. Um and you know, it 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 could be a situation where, yeah, beating Danielson looks impressive. But imagine if you beat Danielson and Kenny Omega.
3: I know. That's sort of what I'm thinking. They haven't done I have they ever they haven't done a triple threat for they did but Kenny was champ Heath uh pack and uh orange Cassidy Orange Cassidy that's right yeah yeah that was sort of like a B level sort of like a B level title match though it was a really good match it was a fun orange match yeah. in there um but uh but no that that's a huge that's a that's a huge main event that's a huge main event a, a, a three-way imagine how would you book a three-way dance where it's elimination? Because I brought that question was brought to my attention by uh, the friend of Michael Carlson who we met once um, over at Wrestle Juice. He says I'd love to see the three way dance come back because I hate that a triple threat protects too many people, um, or it can use to protect people. How would you book a three way dance, Mm -hmm. which is elimination? That'd Mm -hmm. be that'd be horrible. Who do you eliminate first? That'd be terrible.
4: Yeah, that would be tough.
3: That would right. I'm not. I'm not expecting an answer. That'd be tough. That would be tough. Um, but uh, but yeah, as. I had sorta of figured. I had sorta of figured that winter is I, I even said that today. I said, I don't think Winter Wonder Slam this year is gonna have title change or big debut.
4: Yeah, I, I was um, I was I was firmly with you on the debuts and pretty firmly with you on the title change. Yeah.
3: They did tease a new arrival that we are speculating and it's pretty easy to speculate they Two new arrivals. They did. Yeah. Adam Cole uh, suggested that he was going to have a present of sorts for the an undisputed yeah. present. Yeah. I put, I use that word. Yeah. Um, wouldn't shock me at all. If Kyle O'Reilly shows up. Oh yeah.
4: It's going to be Kyle O'Reilly
3: for that. And then uh, Malachi black sort of christened a new, Member, I guess the first member of the House of Black, mm-hmm. uh, and he used the word King in doing so. Of course, mm-hmm. he is currently tag champions with Brody King in PWG. Yeah. Their good friends go back a long way. Yeah. Th- it's is probably Brody King, right? Yeah,
4: well, then uh, Bodyslam.net, Cassidy Haynes, who broke the story of Brian Danielson signing with AEW uh, over the summer, uh, is reporting that Brody King has already signed with AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that it stands the reason that will be Brody King, and that's pretty damn exciting. You know, we've been waiting for Malachi's story to kind of go to the next step. You know, start to mm-hmm. progress. Yeah. And yeah. if now, if he's if he's actually starting a faction, uh, that's promising. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, then you guys ask, all right, is, is Pac going to potentially be involved with this? Um, just last week, and they referenced it on on Dynamite tonight. Julia Hart got the miss last week. Yes. Uh, Griff Garrison has a match against Malachi on Dynamite. He's eating some mist, too. Oh, he's going to gobble that uh, mist up. Yeah. So it's entirely possible. We can see the ranks of the House of Black start to expand week after week after week. And there's plenty of factions in AEW. If they book House of Black right, they can be an entirely different thing than what we got going right now.
3: It should be like a disease that spreads Mm -hmm. throughout AEW. Mm You know, like like kind of like a horror flick, like the thing where like you Mm -hmm. know it grabs onto a person you don't recognize them and they're gone. Mm -hmm. You know they get misted and then all of a sudden, I think I think this is gonna be the start of Malachi Black really showing us
2: Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why.
0: I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it
3: faster. No,
2: it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing.
3: Let me ask you this: I want to circle back around to the the idea of a three way at a, at Revolution. Mm-hmm. Is that a good way to get that title on Danielson? You sort of have your cake and eat it too. You can protect both, you know, Kenny and Hangman, while putting the title on Danielson for a spell, and then Hangman has to figure out how to get it back. I think that actually is a much better idea than uh, because I, I I don't know. I mean, In my mind, it depends. Like you don't want.
4: You run the risk of, of, of making Hangman look weak if he doesn't even have a successful title defense.
3: Well, you got Battle of the Belts coming up. Yeah. You got and yeah. you got the first TBS show. Yeah. Because I thought that this my my only gripe with this time limit draw is that it was his first title defense. And I thought, man, maybe you sneak a, a shitty title win in first. That's a cup that's an easy one. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to go to the AEW rankings really quick. I know Scorpio Sky but I think he's going to go after the TNT title. Yeah. But he's really highly ranked, but I think that's that's going to be the deal there. Um I think they usually update these on Friday. Mm-hmm. So this was updated on the Oh no, this was updated today. Oh. All right, cool. Let's see here. Uh yeah, Danielson's ranked, well, number 1. Uh yeah, Danielson and Kenny in 1 and 2. The other two, those look like I mean, Jungle Boy is ranked 16-3 and under Scorpio Sky. He feels like he's probably more of a TNT title guy, but, I mean, they could have Hangman beat Jungle Boy as Mm -hmm. a quick, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, And then Miro's just under him. Yeah. I don't know if they'd do that to Miro, but you could do that in between.
4: I mean, that'd be a solid win for for Hangman if he got a win over Miro.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: Yeah. And the way Miro's story is going now, I kind of feel like a loss at this juncture doesn't hurt him.
3: Oh, I agree. Yeah, because he just blames it on God. Yeah. <laughs> so long as there's, uh, yeah.
4: you know, some some the, the next story beating that, where mm-hmm. you know he he talks. In the last time we saw him, he talked about finding uh, a, a way to uh, work around or, or a cure for his weakness. Yeah. And if losing the page is actually the motivating factor behind him doing that, that could be interesting mm-hmm. stuff. That could be fun. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So about all the belts. Hangman versus, I don't know, Jungle Boy or something like that. First TBS show, or I forget if I got those reversed, uh, Miro. His, first TBS, his sort of,
4: first TBS show, then the Saturday after his Battle
3: of the Belts. Okay. That might be a little too soon. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. You, you, you give him a couple, like a title win or something or two. Yeah, you have to know a couple of weeks. You know, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they book it out. I'm, I'm curious about this because the idea of having the title on Danielson is not a terrible one, of course. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I don't know, and I don't know that like a like Hangman winning a three way dance or a three way a triple threat rather helps him that much, you know, as opposed to a singles match. But I don't know. Who knows? Know.
4: Who knows? There's a lot of star power in that in that ring. There's
3: a lot going on. There, a lot of absolutely. star power there.
4: Um, otherwise, uh, Dynamite was was fun. The the Sheeta D yeah. match was was really good. Oh, man, that was super it was good. Fantastic. You know? Uh fantastic. Main event had a lot of fun stuff going on between MJF and Dante Martin. The result, a little bit of a letdown. I was kind of hoping Dante would pick up that, that uh, dynamite diamond ring just because MJF's had it for two years already. Uh, didn't happen. MJF won again. He has the ring again. Uh, but then we got uh, a match set up for next week, Punk. Um, and uh, who was it? Punk. Where is it down here? There we go. Punk, Darby, and Sting taking on FTR
3: and MJF—that should be good. Yeah, that should be that should be a lot of fun. Did you see this? So Dante and Leo—they're back together. They oh, swerve Team Taz. I didn't see that. It was on uh, what was this? On I guess on Road Two. Mm-hmm. I just found this out because of Twitter. Um, so like, yeah, they they started laughing about swerving uh, Team Taz. Wow. That kind of feels like a story beat that should have been on TV. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, what?
1: Because Dante was wearing his,
3: he's wearing top flight gear tonight. I don't know. It says it is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would have thought that like, oh, you could play. I was expecting that story beat to help. When I saw that, I was like, oh, uh, they're going to, they're going to, that'll come to big fruition with Dante winning against MJF, Leo will come out and help him. And it's like, oh, they revealed it on the road, too. And then we get a bigger reveal here on TV.
4: Yeah, you'd think that would be on TV. That's kind of a major story, Pete. Really, yeah, they need to work on telling their stories better.
3: <laughs> Moments after I praise them for telling their stories. You know, no no wrestling promotion is perfect in terms of how they yeah, tell yeah, stories. They're not all prime. Some nope. are merely select or yeah. choice, even. That's true. That's true. Yeah.
4: That's true. Exactly. Right, we can dive into it. Uh, show opened up with uh, what we all kind of assume was a main event but in hindsight if you're going to go an hour time limit draw if this was the main event and started at six o'clock the bell rang you were like there's no other matches announced this is going to a time limit draw it kind of sucks some of the drama out of it in that respect same reason that Kenny versus Danielson opened uh, that particular episode of Dynamite you know you yeah. got to keep the, the idea that it could go a time limit draw uh, in the back of your head but not make it obvious
3: mm-hmm. yeah yeah so. totally yeah, this was a brutal match. There are a couple of moments here when I was like, "Oh my god!" Like the when Hangman came off the top through the table spot, which was pretty deep into the match. Yeah, um, I I thought that he had really messed himself up because Chat started talking about, "Oh my god, I think it really hurt his arm." And then I'm like, "Um, oh, paying attention to his arm." No, stuff.
4: early earlier Danielson was working over his arm quite a bit. So mm, I think yeah, that was just really good selling on on yeah. part. But yeah, yeah that's was brutal.
3: Brutal. Page got beat up. Danielson Correct. was beating that him. Up and just playing it up, he was flipping off the crowd. Oh, there was smiling. that, yeah, because there was the one moment when uh, I think it was on the the ring post bit when Hangman got opened up and they kind of they paused the match for a bit and checked on on yeah, Hangman commercial break, yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, Bryanson gets in the ring, Danielson gets in the ring and starts like flipping off the crowd and flexing for him and everything. He's doing such great work. Oh there, heck yeah. yeah,
4: heck yeah, it was fantastic. So uh, I mean, we could go. Move for move, beat for beat, but We're it, it loses so that. much. You just gotta watch the match. They beat the hell <laughs> out of each other. A match. I know yeah. they beat the hell out of each other. And yeah. you know, it gets down to towards the end, and and the Danielson's hitting some hit some head kicks, that gets him a two, uh, hits some stomps, he slaps Paige, he's setting up for a D plus. Page catches him, hits hits him with Deadeye. He hit Deadeye in the apron earlier in the match. Yeah, uh, he did. This particular Deadeye gets him a two count. And then uh Page grabs Danielson's wrist, and hits Danielson stomps on Danielson. So he's looking for a buckshot. Instead, uh, Danielson counters with the yes lock. Uh, Page tries to power out, eventually does, and then catapults uh, Danielson to the apron. Uh, Danielson skins the cat, gets back in the ring. Uh, Page hits Danielson with the lariat, follows with a buckshot
3: as time expires. He's trying to pin him, but Brian is sort of rolling away from him as well. Yeah. But Hangman is obviously too spent to even try to to chase him. And then, yeah, the the bell sounds and uh, right as he's it. about to get, they were there for draw. the cover. Yeah, the refs waving yeah. it off. So yeah, so uh, pretty. But no, it was yeah, like you said. It was it was just an absolutely terrific match. If there hadn't been so many goddamn great matches this year, it's probably a match of the year candidate. And I'm sure in in many people's eyes, maybe it is match of the year. Yeah. But uh, this was pretty terrific, and too bad you'll have to vote on it next year in the yeah Final
4: exactly. World. I mean, it's early contender, but then again, people might kind of forget about it. Who knows? Oh, uh, no recency bias. Yes, uh, a super click promo. So Adam Cole's going on, wondering why uh, best friends haven't learned yet that they can't mess with the super click and the Bob Fish just kind of pipes up off to the side. Yeah, and Bobby Fish. <laughs> <That was pretty laughs> yeah, oh, Bobby
3: Fish isn't part they're, of the super. They're clique.
4: keeping. They're keeping. Uh, Bob Fish's a uh, promo strength's consistent from NXT to AEW, where he's best when he just tosses in little asides.
3: Correct. That's yeah, what he's at absolutely. his best. absolutely. Yeah, the interesting thing is going to be when Kyle O'Reilly shows up. You know, they're going to be. It's 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 not just going to be Bobby Fish's hired hand. It's going to be their. Cole's other guy. It's going to be
4: the push and pull between Undisputed Era and SuperClick. It's going to be that, this and that's eventually is going to lead to fucking cool. A, <laughs> that
0: is so cool. It's though. eventually
4: going to lead to a Red Dragon and Young Bucks feud.
0: You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well.
3: I know. That's so damn cool, man. We can, we can, like that. We,
4: you can call it predictable. It's logical booking, you know? You see these feuds in front of you, and it just makes sense. The matches are going to be good, and it's going to put Adam Cole in a weird position where he has his, his, you know, like two groups of best friends fighting each other, and it could be a lot of fun. It could be a lot of fun. I know,
3: I know. And it's just like, you know, the best of NXT and the best of AEW, and -hmm. they're all just there. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I know, I know. I mean, all those questions we had, you know, Hey, friendos, Pat here. Book Undisputed Era versus Super Feud. Like, we probably got that question. Probably. A couple of years ago. Yeah, entirely possible. Entirely possible. I love it. Now we yeah, get it. Now we it's get great. it.
4: Now we get it. So, uh, yeah, uh, Cole continues. Yeah, like last week, uh, Best Friends pr- uh, showed they can't hang with us. And then the Young Bucks challenge him to an eight-man tag match on Rampage. And then Matt says, after the match, we're going to wreck Sue's van. And then we're going to super kick her. And then Nick just keeps on going on. We're going to end her career.
3: <laughs> we're going to end Sue's career. End what Sue's Like, career. is she still working? I don't even know.
4: I don't know. I don't know. So then uh, Cole, he has a box that says, you know, uh, for the young bucks, as I promise you, I got you uh, no coal in your stocking. He's going to give them the best Christmas present they could ever ask for.
3: Oh, I get the endorsement from the enforcer on my Don Wagner impression. Yeah, it's good. Let's go get now. Let's go get some chicken tendies. Yeah, so um, it's going to be Kyle O'Reilly, a thousand percent. Yeah, he tweeted out uh, the, 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 the looking seven, eyes, right? the eyes, and then the scene from Seven. What's in the box? Yeah. Uh, after that, we <laughs> so after that. 60 minute match, we had Wardlow versus Matt Seidel, which was n- like maybe 60 seconds. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it was only 60 seconds because Wardlow elected to continue brutalizing Matt Seidel to the point that Sean Spears is like, hey, could, just you're done. Pin the guy. MJF wants some alcohol.
4: Yeah, virtually. Virtually. Yeah. So Wardlow catches a leg lariat, hits a powerbomb, then another. Then Spears' ringside says, stop. He's had enough. Wardlow hits another one, gets the win. Spears uh, says, hey, that was one too many. But it's not like he's looking out for Seidel's well-being. He says, no, you no. don't get paid by the hour. Yeah. yeah. He wants efficiency from Wardlow. His accountability. Then, yeah. Uh, so Then uh, Spears hits Seidel with a chair. He calls MJF, and he relays a message to Wardlow. says, MJF wants you to pick up some champagne for his post-match celebration. You can wear what you have, so his singlet.
3: Just a funny little touch, you know. That's nice. That was a good, yeah. That was a good touch. Wardlow's not into that. No. Uh, After that, we had a Ty Conti promo. She calls out uh, Penelope Ford and the Bunny for using the brass knuckles to win matches. Challenges Penelope Ford to a submission match. Ford, in response during this same promo, said that she's fine. She's got the lock and tapped out plenty of people. She can leave the brass knuckles at home. And then Ty responds in the same promo, says uh, she can make her tap out at Rampage B.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, then we get this really great Malachi Black. I hesitate to call it just a promo because it was more like a short film.
3: It's like a little short film by So it
4: was him at, at I, I, maybe it's his house, it's his I Villa. don't know. And, yeah. yeah, Villa. And then there's a robed figure with a mask on. And so this is all voiced over by Malachi. And I this is paraphrasing here. I try to get the important beats because he says a lot. Um, mm. He talks about, Human nature is violent, accepting violence, accepting that violence is part of this is key. He says, There's no species as cruel as humans, and why be in denial about that? He says, I won't question the teachings of the house that's been bestowed upon me. Uh, You've got to place the house above everything else, and through agony, the house will make you stronger. Lastly, the house always wins. And so he blows mists in this masked robed figure's face and then tells that person, Now you'll be so much more than a king.
3: And that person also throws up some black fluid. It was pretty great. Yeah,
4: totally
3: Brody King. Yeah. He'll be more than a king. But what's his name going to be? Is he going to be Brody? What's, been, what's more than a king? Em, em, is Emperor more than a king? Uh, I don't know. Maybe? Mm. I don't know. I'll yeah, Brody Emperor. Steve everybody everybody here saying Emperor. <laughs> Brody Emperor. <laughs> Brody I, I, King of Kings. And Forster
4: has the answer. King of
3: Kings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, there
4: you go. Brody, you Brody, go.
3: Brody, Brody Triple H. <laughs> uh, after that, we had Serena Deeb versus Shida. Serena Deeb's attire was amazing. It was immaculate. It was like powder blue. But like like lighter than powder blue. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was very Winter is Coming esque. And she had a wonderful entrance uh, robe, woman of a thousand holds. Mm hmm. Um, this is really great, and this is a really fantastic match.
4: Yeah, that was a lot of fun. So Deeb uh, working over Sheeta's leg. Of course, it was Deeb that injured Sheeta's leg weeks back. Uh, Sheeta starts to make a co- uh, comeback out of the commercial break. Starts blasting Deeb with a bunch of forearms. Hits in Sagiri gets two count. She uh, Sheeta goes up top. Deeb puts her in the tree of woe, but rather than doing the top rope double stomp, which seemed like it was going to be, she does like a heel hook Eesh, on the top yeah. rope. Uh, then takes off not the turnbuckle pad, but the little cover that 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 covers up that kind of uh, the brace support thing yeah. that goes from the ring post to the turnbuckle. She takes the cover off that, hits a neck breaker over that. Follows the power bomb, gets a two count. Deep hits a couple more spinning neck breakers. Sheeta responds with the falcon arrow. Uh, then Deep's looking for deep talks. Sheeta blocks that, ends up getting uh, being put in a half crab though. Uh, Sheeta eventually fights out. Uh, uh, and then Deep turns or slaps her, rips off the turnbuckle cover. They kind of jockey for position. Uh, Sheeta uh, ends up uh, booting Deep into the exposed turnbuckle and then rolling her up
3: to get the win. Yeah, that was it. Was a really good match. It was good. After that, we had a Varsity Blondes interview. It's just Griff and uh, and Pillman Jr. Because of course Julia has been misted. She's gone missing. Griff's all out of sorts about that. He's like, Julia's not here. Malachi attacked her. Left her there screaming, crying, lights will go out. He's gone. Uh, he says uh, he might have earned his reputation, but he's a coward. But I'm going to bring the fight to him. And Pillman's like, bro, you need to calm down. And Griff's like, what the heck, man? What side are you on? Shoves him a little bit. He's like, Julie was here. That's our sister, man. And he's like, I'm going to break Malachi's jaw. And Pillman's like, relax. Yeah, he's like, don't play into his games pretty much. Yeah, But Griff's,
4: Griff's too hot-headed.
3: And you notice uh, Pillman was wearing the, the the gray light gray sweatpants mm-hmm. there, so there's a clue for you. <laughs> he likes comfortability, oh, I guess. Yes. I don't know. yes. That's the clue. That's yeah. the
4: clue. Well, we got a quick hook video package. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, we, This this is actually the highlight of the show right here. Oh, the hook video package, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, then we got Eddie Kingston promo. He says, talks about how 2.0 is in his way, but Mox isn't here. They laid out Ortiz. So he's going to team up with his best friend, Penta, Phoenix, Santana, and Ortiz against 2.0, Garcia, and partners of their choosing. And I believe it was announced later on that it is the acclaimed.
3: This is like the greatest faction in history. Kingston, formerly known as LAX, Santana Ortiz, and the Lucha Brothers. Holy shit. That is a fucking team right there, man. That match is going to be killer. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That's going to be good. Oh, uh,
4: Wally Weir here in chat says uh, Pillman also got misted.
3: Oh, maybe that's why he's like wearing the gray sweatpants. Maybe that's why he's like, oh, don't wor- Griff, don't worry about it. That was what essentially if the mist- his attitude. No, it was. It was. The mist affects everybody in different ways. Mm-hmm. In Pillman's case, it's like sloth. <laughs> you know, he's like, I just stopped caring about things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a nihilist, man. Anyways, uh, after that, we had... <laughs> Joe Juarez says, team, relax. That's good. I like that. That's good. Um, anyways, uh, after that, we had the main event, MJF versus Dante Martin. This was basically just like, well, first off, MJF comes down. He just rips into Texas. Yeah. Which, ripping into... T- talking about low-hanging fruit, that's kind of the easiest thing you could do. Yeah. It, what, um, all, yeah. All the, the low-hanging fruit.
4: Texas jokes he pretty much made.
3: Yeah, pretty much everything you can think of. Uh, so he rips into Punk as well, uh, saying, you know, everybody says, or he says, Punk says, he has the balls to come out and say, all I do is is low-hanging fruit, my promo stuff. He says, well, the second he got nervous last week, he just started talking about shit about your local sports team. Um, he, says, uh, he says, I especially love the part where Punk said I needed to face him so he can go on to face the AEW champ. He's like, well, I didn't know that a string of underwhelming matches against underwhelming opponents makes – he says, that doesn't make you championship material. It just makes you the new Ryback. Woo! Got a Ryback reference. We got a Miz reverence and a Ryback reverence in this feud, man. Um, he says, Dante is talented, but he's in trouble. He's not going to stand here and act like he cares about the younger talent. He says, I'm the only top talent that's young that matters. He says, I'm about to be a three-time dynamite diamond ring champ. Uh, Dante is a freak athlete, but he uh, he can beat him with a headlock takeover. He says, doesn't claim to be the best in the world. I'm just the best. And then we have our match. And this match was basically just, it's great that MJF talks about not wanting to put over the younger, or not caring about the younger talent. This entire match was a showcase for Dante Martin just going crazy with the crazy, awesome aerial stuff. So much fun to watch this guy do his stuff. Oh yeah, man. He was doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Did you throw up some black mist there? Did you accidentally Blah. get misted too? Blah. Oh, I just burped. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Oh, so you get you got Tian Shaw. That's what you have. Yeah. If you throw up black mist, you're uh, you House of Black. If you have if you have heartburn, hmm, heartburn, you're T Tian Shaw. Yeah.
4: So there was this great sequence where, uh, uh like uh Dante sends M J F out of the ring. Let me find it here in my notes. Uh, here we go. So he, he sends MJF out of the ring, uh, hits a leap over the top rope, puts MJF back in, so MJF rolls out of the other side of the ring. So then Dante hits a uh, like a flipping tope over the turnbuckle, puts MJF back in the ring, MJF rolls to the opposite side. Dante hits the cork, a corkscrew tope, again, puts MJF back in, MJF rolls out and then uh, Dante hits like a crazy springboard shooting star press where he basically overshoots MJF and almost lands face first at the foot of the ramp.
3: And he just springs back up yeah. and just screams. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty it was awesome. It
4: was great. It was pretty great. It was great. He did all sorts of more high-flying stuff. Um, uh, the finish, though, saw uh, MJF hit him with the power bomb That gets him a two. Dante rolls out of the ring. MJF puts him back in, and then Dante... Does the thing where where he's in the ring. MJF's on the apron. He kind of pulls the top rope and flings MJF back in. Uh, Dante hits his finish. However, Ricky Starks runs down and puts MJF's foot on the top rope. Uh, This distracts Dante for a moment. He turns around. MJF puts him in the Fujiwara armbar. Dante taps. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That was kind of an underwhelming finish. Yeah, it was an underwhelming finish. Yeah, it was. It was.
4: So uh, FTR come running out. They raise, they put MJF on their shoulders. The lights go down, come back up. Sting and Darby in the ring. There's a big brawl that breaks out. Uh, MJF hits a low blow on Sting, and what do you say, Steve?
3: Ow, my dick!
4: Not, yeah, not really. Anyways, and he clobbers. That's what
3: any. That's what that. No, he totally. I was like, man, you know. But they can say they can say shit and they can say dick on here. And Sting was like, oh my dick. Thanks for throwing that to me, by the way, because I totally forgot to do it. See, I know it it, it brings you happiness, so that's why. You're my dude. You're my dude. Exactly. That was great. Uh,
4: So uh, then MJF hits Darby, so uh, Pinnacle, have the upper hand. CM Punk runs out uh, to the ring with a bat, chases off MJF and FTR. He grabs the mic, and he's like, MJF, you don't want to do this one-on-one? Fine. Next week, bring your friends, and I'll bring mine. Deal with it. Mm -hmm. So that match is happening next week, apparently.
3: Meanwhile, Sting's just holding his balls and dick right now. And what do like, he say? Oh, what do he say? God, my, he's like, my dick, my dick, <laughs> my dick. Good thing he manscaped down there. That's right. The, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Why don't we answer some questions? Sure, We've let's got a lot of questions. great friendos watching oh, live. The best, the best. Highlight your questions and and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll get to them. I also put a. It's right up on the Patreon, David Matušek, come on down. After the sort of he says lackluster finish to Page versus Danielson, which one do you think could have taken the loss a lot less worse? I feel like Page would have suffered a lot more than Danielson had he lost here.
4: Yeah, you know, I've, I've, if they had uh, hit, if they had had Page hit the buckshot a minute earlier. So Mm -hmm. he pretty much won with, you know, like 30 seconds left or something like that.
3: Yeah.
4: I mean, yeah, Brian Danielson lost, but talk about looking great in defeat.
3: Holy moly, yeah, totally. He
4: beat the hell out of Adam Page in this match. He beat the hell out of him. Uh, Dark Dank Lucha, what long-term story arcs would you like to see start or continue in AEW in 2022? I'd like to see the continuation of the dropped Lucha Brothers Andrade feud, yeah. Uh, maybe since Pac is about to join House of Black, maybe they do lose the title. Santana Ortiz turn heel, uh, start some super faction, start to use their AAA partnership that they sometimes are sleeping on. Yeah, I like to see some resolution to the Lucha Brothers Andrade feud. I definitely want to see where this Miro versus God storyline is going, and how Miro is going to come back stronger and 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 and, and more dominant. And uh, those. And I want to, I want them to come back around to Brit and Thunder Rosa.
3: That'll happen. Yeah. That'll that'll total that that it, it wouldn't shock me if that was Revolution. Because Ritz had a long title reign. And I feel like with Jade winning the TBS title, you're gonna have two bad dominant champions, two bad guys basically. I mean I you know they can sort of be either or, but by and large they're both eels. And so maybe the other title, the main title, can go to Thunder Rosa at that point. Maggie here asks Steve, "Are you sad there was no Cody during the show?" No, Maggie. You know why? Because I know the show is more enjoyable for Maggie if Cody's not on. Also, Cody Island. Her to have a good time.
4: Cody Island is a state
3: of mind, right? Uh, I think we've kayfabed it into being a physical location. I mean, it could be both. Of a state of mind. It could be both. It could be a physical place and a state of mind. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm on the island, regardless for now but you're not physically you're in your office at your home right now i'm in my office i'm not really fooling anybody i mean i could lie but i'm not a liar anyways moving on uh, b- 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 <laughs> uh jorge d
4: with the mention of ryback tonight how would you debut in aew and what would be his first storyline be
3: match with Wardlow. five power bombs Wardlow wins i couldn't book it any better <laughs> i couldn't book it any better god that'd be great Silk and Rose says, "Do you think Malachi and Andrade have been booked correctly since they joined AEW? Also, do you want AEW to book them more like Miro?" Um, I would say that AEW doesn't always get it right out of the gate, but once they're there, they start to figure it out. I think Malachi is going to do huge things over the next six months—huge mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. I think Andrade is a little Andrade's main evented stuff, you know. Um, I feel like Andrade does. He needs like an established faction with him. He tried by recruiting the Lucha Brothers. Well,
4: maybe maybe you know uh, his alliance with uh, with Malachi is still to achieve that. You know, he takes P- Pac out of the equation because Pack's gotten misted. Probably going to join House of Black. Maybe uh-huh, yeah. so now the Pac's out of there. Maybe now he thinks he could step in and yeah. start working with the Lucha Brothers.
3: That could be. That could be. I'd love to see him with a faction. I Mm -hmm. think that would be the best way to go. Um, Let's see here.
4: Oh, Bear Winning has a question for you, Steve. Uh, How are you going to enjoy your last few days of staying on the island? And will you ever go back at a later date?
3: I've got so much planned. I've got so much planned. From what I understand, tomorrow, there's a, a spoken word um uh, uh like poetry reading from Lee Johnson looking forward to that that should be good uh there's a knitting knitting class with Nick Camarado that should be a lot of fun interesting um is there,
4: is, know, there some, any, is there any, is there any is there a bowling league that, that, that's that's, oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah, led by QT yeah. Marshall
3: yeah yeah but there's only one team so like it's just a bunch of dudes bowling really yeah.
4: mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. really a
3: league we should join a league that'd be fun that would be fun That'd be rad. To do that on Sunday. That'd be cool. That could be fun. Uh, no, I, I love it here. I don't. As far as you know, once Maggie gifts that 500th sub, then you got to say she's goodbye. One sub away, then I got to say goodbye. Um, and as far as can I, will I return? Unknown. Unknown. I don't know. Interesting. There's some sort of window of time that I have to be away, though.
4: Uh, floppy Dodger with Page versus Brian going to a 60-minute draw. How long do you think it'll be before we see another 50-plus-minute match at AEW? Triple threat. Kenny, Danielson, Paige. Uh, no time limit. At Revolution, they go 70 minutes. That's good. Page
3: wins. That What a nightmare. What a nightmare! Yeah, they really yeah. Like Tony Khan is just like digging further and further in wrestling history's past. I'm sorry, in in like the 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 you know the the annals of history of wrestling. Now he's like landing. They used to do five hour catches, catch can matches. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. <gasps> oh no, Maggie dropped this bombshell on me. She says the poetic irony. You'll have to swear to stay away from it, like Cody from the main title. Agreed, but if Cody. Writes his way back into the main title. Guess who gets to be back in Cody Island? Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, we've talked about that. I, if, if I don't read your question here on the Patreon, it doesn't mean I didn't like it. It means we've already talked about it. Um, uh, Hip Hop, Hip Hop with a sub. Thank you so much. This is good. Moses Opposes we were teased a con announcement, and instead we got Punk and Crew versus Pinnacle Crew. In Fabe, did he have a different announcement, or did he just did he just predict the end of the episode? Um, he hasn't posted anything on Twitter, right? TK, I checked twenty minutes ago and he hadn't. Hmm,
4: maybe they're going to save it for Rampage then.
3: That could be nine days. Tony Khan, I'm gonna I'm gonna respond to him here. What was your ginormous yeah, he hasn't tweeted for a couple it. hours.
4: I'm guessing they just. Uh, Sir, I'm guessing they just had to push.
3: Take everybody else out of this. Well, I'll keep AEW in it. I'll keep TNT in it too, so his bosses are paying attention. Sending tweet. Uh, I got that uh, stupid Twitter blue thing, so it allows me like just send the stupid thing. Now, whenever I send a tweet, it gives me like time to like reconsider sending it. It's really a waste of money. Really? I like, don't have that. Like, It's like $2 a month. Oh, you have to pay for it. I thought that it was going to eliminate the ads because it has a thing on there saying you don't get ads, but no, instead you get more control over what ads you do see or some shit like that. You thought you were losing the ads. You were wrong. System zero. (laughs) It's fiction.
4: Yeah, it says a three-way dance where Omega and Brian have to team up to eliminate Paige, and then Brian wins and Hangman could win it back later. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh...
3: Yeah, boy, that'd suck. Omega and Brian team up to eliminate Paige. <laughs> that would be horrible. That, yeah, that would be bad. That would suck all the air. It's like, I don't care who wins now. I like Hangman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that uh That's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with our UK watch-along. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Are so we going to do our yeah. SummerSlam review live, or are we just going <laughs> to on the we download? Do it. We let just do it before. Live or no? I
4: mean, I guess we don't have to do it live, but if you really want to, we can. Oh, also tomorrow, uh, Numbers Don't Lie is going to be earlier. I got something at 3.30 I got to be at, so we're going to do it at 2.30 Pacific.
3: 2.30 Pacific, that's right. Numbers Don't Lie, so an hour and a half earlier than normal. Yeah. Anyways, keep your notifications on. Yes. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.